or the five at five. A sign from uh, 11, Millie Bobby Brown's auto, it's a sticker. This first weekend of Premier League action. So let's look at Tatis. Do we want to buy into him? One of the most important releases of the year. What's up, everyone? Wanted to talk to you today about Fernando Tatis Jr. He is, of course, returning from injury. He is on minor league rehab assignment. And it's a good time to look at a player's market and say, hey, if he's going to be coming back soon, do we want to buy into him? If I would have looked at just his numbers and nobody else's, I would have said, yes. Yes, I want to buy into him. Got to have him. Look at his market. It is dropping. Where is it going to go from here? I expect it to go up. But then you go look at other players' markets around him, and you got to put on the brakes a little bit. So this is where we're at. So let's look at Tatis. His PSA 10 gold from tops number to 2019 has dropped 39% in the last six months, starting at $1,580. The last sale was $950. So you would say to yourself, hey, if it's $950, it can get back up there, surely. Now, of course, we have other market dynamics in effect, right? Um, we're sort of in a recession. Gas prices are pumping back down, which is nice. Stocks are going back up and everything, but still, we've dropped. 39%. So you'd say, hey, let me buy in. Gotta have it. Well, let's look at some of these other guys. Juan Soto. You know Juan Soto. Just got traded to the Padres. Should have had all that excitement. Had a slow start to the season, but didn't deal with any injuries. Got his OPS back above 900 briefly before the All-Star break. A drop of 33% in the last six months. Started at almost $3,000, a penny off of $3,000. And now it's sitting at $2,011. Um, again, Juan Soto, with all the excitement of the trade deadline around him and getting traded to the Padres, and yet his market has not popped back up. It is down 33%. Looking at Ronald Acuna, you would say, hey, he started on injury, so his prices should have been low and rose. I've got some news for you. His gold PSA 10, it's dropped 39.39%. It started at $1,650. The current price is $1,000. So despite injury, despite people knowing he's injured and coming off injury, his prices have still dropped just as much, if you go back, just as much as Tatis, both 39%. Now, obviously, Acuna has had a little bit of a disappointing year. Still good, but a little bit disappointing. And yet you can see his prices here still lower by 39%. And then lastly... I grabbed Otani. Now, I didn't grab a gold because they didn't have it on card ladder, but I grabbed the Topps Chrome Sapphire PSA 10 because that's a nice card. And even this card, despite Otani becoming one of the top like five pitchers in the AL, despite him still hitting pretty well, is he hitting a 950 OPS like last year? No, but he is still hitting well. He is still hitting bombs. Despite all that, his cards have dropped 25, almost 26% from $2,936 six months ago to $2,176. Obviously a huge drop there, a huge drop for all of them, and good reason to be hesitant about buying Fernando Tatis coming off of injury because despite being injured this entire time, he still dropped a significant amount. Now, Otani's dropped less by 14%, but the other guys have dropped in the 30% also, and so be cautious because I don't know if there's going to be a rebound if he starts playing. I expect there to be because that's how the market usually works, but I just don't know. So be cautious and uh, be excited about watching Fernando Tatis play with Juan Soto again.
What is up, everybody? It's Zach from at Premier Soccer Investing, bringing you yet another Slab Socks FC 5 at 5 take of the week. Let's get into it. So today I'm going to highlight the three standout performers from this first weekend of Premier League action. First, we're going to Brendan Aronson in Leeds, getting that 2-1 win over Wolves. Aronson was absolutely amazing in this one, a pressing monster, as you can see from the data here. He applied pressure to opposing players, receiving, carrying, or releasing the ball 31 times, which was more than any other Premier League player after match day one. And he looked good. He looked physically ready for the Premier League, technically ready, and the performance backed it up. He even had what looked like to be his first Premier League goal. Unfortunately, it was taken away, given as an own goal in the end. But it was his run. It was his action on the ball that created that goal. Let's see what his market's looking like in response to it. So, he doesn't have too many cards. His One of his main rookie cards is his 2020 Tops on-demand Bowman, number seven, PSA 10, which there are only 42 10s, 25 9s, 69 total graded in the PSA pot report. This is a card that's had an interesting path. As you can see from at the end of last season, it was selling for around $220. And then with the news of Aronson's move to Leeds, rose all, all the way up to $355. And then this was the day of the Premier League game at $300 sale, and that's been the most recent sale of this card. But if he continues the performances that he did in this first week, that price will rise. Additionally, he really looks like he, he's played himself into being a central part of this U.S. men's national team who are expected to make it out of their group and maybe even go on a bit of a run at this World Cup. And if they do so, Aronson will obviously be a key force I'm just excited about his future. He's really showing the technical and physical qualities to be able to handle the Premier League, and he's still very, very young. And this Leeds team, a lot of people tip them for relegation coming into the season, but after that performance, you have to think they might even be pushing towards the top half of the table. And if they do so, Aronson will be a big part of that. On to the next top performer from this Premier League weekend was my man, Tottenham player, Dion Kulusevsky. He had an absolutely Excellent performance against Southampton. A great goal, a great assist to Ryan Sessegnon and Tottenham's very convincing 4-1 win over Southampton that really showed the world that we're going to be a force to be reckoned with this season. It, we're not going to be in a battle for the top four. We're going to be one of those teams that's going to try to challenge City for the title along with Liverpool, even though they didn't look great, Chelsea. We're going to be right there. And Kulusevsky's a very interesting guy. He mainly has two, two main rookie cards. He has his 2019 Panini Calciatori sticker, number 397. And then he has a 2019 Chronicles XR, but there have been barely any sales of that. There's been a bit more sales of this. So that's why I chose to look at this card. As you can see, another card that is very low graded with only 29 total in the PSA pop report, 10 10s, 11 9s. And this is a card that at the end of last season when Kulusevsky's form was amazing, pushed Tottenham into the top four it was doing 165 dollars and then middle of the summer 81 dollars there hasn't been a sale since but whenever one of these does surface again i expect that price to rise kulusevsky is in the top four for most goal involvement since he joined the premier league in january with six goals and nine assists in 19 premier league games he has an almost telepathic understanding with kane and son and again, Tottenham is looking like they're going to be really good this season, really going to be challenging for trophies. And Kulusevsky's numbers are right there. And then moving on to the final standout performer of this weekend, who else? Erlen Holland. What a Premier League debut for him. Two goals, 
a penalty and uh, a goal from open play. The penalty was really his more impressive goal, how he drew the penalty with his quick strides and pace. And it seems like he's shaking off that one terrible miss he had in the preseason. City looks really good, and Holland looks amazing in that team. And the markets responded quickly, too. So we can see from his 2019 Topps Chrome Champions League Sapphire Edition PSA 10, this card rose 14% in the last two weeks, up $87. But the big rise is from a 500 or it was selling for around $500 before his first Premier League game. And now it's currently doing around $700. People are excited about Holland. Granted, he won't be in the World Cup, but he's going to be the star man of that City team. I expect tons and tons of goals from in the season. City are the favorites to win the Premier League. They're one of the main contenders for the Champions League. And if they're, they are to win those trophies, like a lot of people expect them to do, it's going to be behind Holland's goals. So there's a lot of room to grow for his cards going forward. That's going to do it for this week. Thanks for watching. Peace. Welcome to another episode of The Hobby. Uh, today we are joined by Aaron from Slab Stocks. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today. I want to hear first about how you feel about Stranger Things, uh, the, the show, and Stranger Things, the cards, and how they're, how they're currently trending. This is super fun because I think a lot of people obviously know me um, as the founder of Slab Stocks and reporting on the sports car market daily, but uh, I do absolutely love me some TV shows and movies, and this is just perfect for me to collect. Now, I haven't even put out like a single episode on the, these cards or even any post, I don't think, on these cards other than breaking some boxes. We did a sealed case break, uh, which is interesting. But man, it's just it's crazy. Like for the card perspective, it yes, the cards are hotter than they were in the past, too, with the show being hotter than it was in the past. But I still think that there's room there. Um, there's, there's still a lot of collectibles to get. The biggest pro or not problem, but the biggest thing about these cards is that the, the good ones are, are hard to find. They don't pop up for sale very often. They don't pop up for auction very often. I've been trying to find autos of the best characters and parallels and stuff, and it's just hard to get them. Yeah. Like, there's very few shows or movies that have sort of like kind of entered into the hearts and minds of, of people the way that Stranger Things has. And yet we hear very little, if anything, about the cards. Do you have any any reasons why you can sort of like understand why that might be the case? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you think about it and like there's, you know, the Jay-Z rapper cards from the basketball sets. Like those have definitely became more collected now than ever. And but it took a long time for it to get there. That was released in 2005. Like right. that's forever ago. These first uh, Stranger Things cards are released from 2018, which I'm pretty sure was a bit after the first production happened, the first uh, season released which I think was maybe like a year or two before that, because they released season three um, in 2019. And uh, the first cards released in 2018 and season two released in 2019. And then they didn't have a season three set. So it seemed like basically Topps' progression with releasing these sets wasn't really on cue with as the seasons were coming mm -hmm. out. So there was never really this like, oh man, season three is just like NFL season. NFL season's coming. Now I can buy my next rookie card. You know, there really didn't seem to be that progression with them. I would consider this their first, their first real like card type of thing is this sticker. But when you think about this, there's a ton of these. There's no parallels. There's no autographs that look like this. Um, there are there are autographs in season one. All of them are on card, assigned from uh, eleven Millie Bobby Brown's auto. It's a sticker, which is kind of kind of hurts in my opinion. Like I really want that card, but having that be the biggest card in the set and it's a sticker, yeah. it kind of hurts. Um, but these specific stickers, like there's a lot of them. You can buy these things for like 80 cents to a dollar, these stickers, which is super, super cheap. However, if you grade them, I mean, there is some ability to sell them for more. Like I just sold a, stick, a sticker of this specific card, SGC 10 at the National for maybe like 40 to 
But remember, like the more people grade them, the less that those become valuable just because there's so many of them. So. Talk, talk to me a little bit about like if you're opening a box of this stuff, what some of the things are that you're really looking for. The box is amazing. First of all, I just want to point out it looks like Star Wars. Um, it's mm-hmm. a very big play on Star Wars and their and their movie posters. But basically you get you get a 2018 season one box. These used to be like 50 bucks <laughs> and uh, or less even probably at a certain point. And you get two hits in the box and the two hits are either comprised of an autograph or a sketch card and then also you get um it's either a costume relic or it's a manufactured patch the autos they they're they're the biggest chases i mean they're on card for most of them except for millie like i said um you can hit dual autographs in the first in the first season set i believe it's only the duffer brothers who are the creator of the show i mean still a huge card but like if you hit, hit a david uh david harbour this is the jim hopper card um, pretty huge character in the set. And I got a 10 autograph on this one. Actually, his auto is super streaky. So what is yep. something like the Jim Hopper, uh, the David Harbor autograph? What is something like that run right now? Yeah. So this is the purple out 25. So basically this is an interesting card because these were redemptions. Um, this and the Dustin in there, uh, they were both redemptions, two of the biggest in the set. And I actually opened all these boxes once the, the, the day that season four released. I pulled the Dustin auto. It's a redemption. I sent it in the tops. Like I mailed in and they didn't send me a Dustin back. They sent me like a Jonathan Byers relic and some packs of like American pie, which is kind of, kind of hurt. However, I will say I pulled the Kanye and Taylor Swift American pie card and I got an SGC 10 pre-grade out, which should sell for like a few hundred dollars. So it actually made up for it. So could be worse. Could be worse. Exactly. Where these autos, they are very difficult to find. Um, I actually got this one for like close to 250 for the purple out 25, which I thought was an awesome deal. Um, but that, like, that's where you're looking at. And when you think about, these boxes the first year set um i don't think the value that some of these things are selling for right now is like 400 some dollars was the last sale of a single box in auction yes it's the first year set but to get something to make up to 400 right now is very very difficult i mean you- yo what is going on uh, greg here from canada to talk to you about hockey cards yes hockey is a full year sport now we know it the card market has been pretty healthy in the past year and now today for the five at five i'm doing a little preview of one of the most important releases of the year and also one of the last upper deck black diamond will be released friday morning which means a lot of relics a lot of autographs as well will be released the first autographs of many many important rookies first and foremost a cool feature this year, the team logo jumbos of four teams, the Dallas Stars, the Quebec Nordiques, the New Jersey Devils, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. As you can see with the Peter Forsberg patch here, you have to collect the nine relics, nine different relics to complete the whole team logo. So pretty cool feature there for all of you collectors of these different teams. And as well, you can see this, the same rookies that were featured in Upper Deck Series 1 and Upper Deck Series 2. Of course, the most important guys of the rookie class, Trevor Zegras of the Anaheim Ducks and Cole Caulfield of the Montreal Canadiens, are featured in many different parallels. Quadruple Relics for Caulfield and Quinton Byfield as well. The Cup Winners Gold Autograph as well. Some legends will be featured in the set. Guy Lafleur. Wayne Gretzky, Bobby Orr, Mark Messier, and my all-time favorite, Mike Modano. So the card, to, the cards to chase are the ones, of course, from Cole Caulfield and also Trevor Zegras. Caulfield has two different auto, auto patch out of 25, 
and another auto diamond futures also out of 25 so pretty short print here limited print autos for the uh, future montreal canadian stars jeremy swayman from the boston bruins also has a autograph out of 49 moritz cider the rookie of the year in the nhl from the De detroit red wings out of 25 as well quinton byfield is also in this set in many different forms and trevor zegris as you can see on screen has autos out of 25 and out of 49 as well also cool little feature there the black diamond band of color rookies and legend rookies in this set are numbered out of 22 and legends and veterans in this set are out of 21 so another um pretty limited print good looking as well um feature there in the set also I mentioned a lot of the sought-after rookies, Cider, Caulfield, Zegris, Byfield, Swayman. There's also a diamond relic of Hendrix Lapierre of the Washington Capitals, a one-of-one. One. That is a true piece of diamond in there. But some sleepers are in this set as well. You can see on the screen they're young guns. Alex Newhook, Stanley Cup champion of the Colorado Avalanche. And as well, Cole Sillinger, who is one of the sleepers in the market right now because the blue, the Columbus Blue Jackets will be good-looking next season, adding Johnny Hockey, Johnny Gaudreau himself signing there, and Patrick Liney looking pretty happy with this move as he signed a big contract extension with the Columbus Blue Jackets. So if you're looking to purchase one of these hobby boxes, upper deck, Black Diamond, you can probably look after one of these two rookies that are featured in the set as well. Thank you for tuning in at the Slab Stocks 5 at 5. Greg Longto here all the way up from Canada. Let us know your hits at Slab Stocks. What's up, everyone? And we are back with a FlipQuest episode here on the Slab Stocks 5 at 5 show talking about the weekly auction number 30. So there are some pretty big cards ending this week. Of course, there's cards ranging from $10 all the way up to probably $25,000 plus. But the cards that we're going to be looking at this week are ones that have a current bid of around $1,000 right now. Of course, that's a little bit higher end. But if you are looking to add a piece to your collection, this could be an area to look at, um, given that there are a lot of really rare items in this week's auction um, between Formula One, basketball, football, soccer all the different sports and the one that i want to point out here which is one we do not see very often at all is this 2020 this is a tops chrome transcendent erling holland on card auto numbered out of 44 psa 9 with the 10 auto now these things barely ever pop up there is a normal transcendent auto of him which is not tops chrome um that you do see every once in a while but this one in particular the numbered out of 44 uh the last time we saw this thing sell was over a year ago as a raw card, it sold for 2350 And then like two weeks before that, over a year ago, one of them sold for like 3900 But there's only been three public sales, to my knowledge, um, that have sold of this particular card. None graded. So this is at 1100 right now. I guarantee this will sell for a lot more than that, obviously. Uh, this might not be technically a rookie since 2019 is his rookie card season. 
But what I can say is that this is pretty much one of the first on-card autographs of Holland and one of the only on-card autographs of Holland. So it matters a lot for his market. And he had a fantastic debut in the Premier League um, just last week against West Ham when he scored two goals, the only two goals for Man City. He both won a penalty and converted the penalty and then also had a great goal from an assist from Kevin De Bruyne. So uh, definitely the soccer card, in my opinion, to watch in this auction. Among with other great soccer cards, there's a messy cracked ice of 23, I think it is, PSA 10 or 25. Um, from the 2019 Chronicle set, the the historic ticket, which is beautiful. But this one, to me, is going to be the one to watch for sure. Nate, what do you have around $1,000? So for me, it is the 2022 Tops Dual Auto of Soto and Wander. Um, of course, it is a one-of-one. One. You know, that carries weight no matter what it is. But <clears throat> it's interesting to me because Soto obviously just got traded. He was having quote-unquote, a down year to some people, but his his splits were right in line with career averages. But Wander really was having a down year and now injured. And so you got two guys that the market is kind of a little bit down on, but you're really not going to find too many one-of-one autos of these two guys combined, and they have premium upside. You might be able to get this at a pretty good discount, and when both these guys start hitting again next year and doing really well, sky could be the limit. Definitely. Something to point on this one is, one, they are sticker autos. They look actually pretty good, but if you look at the grade on that, it's a PSA 10 with a 9 auto. Um, you never know why. Sometimes I was overgrade, sometimes they undergrade. To me, look at the card. That's how you can know what the auto grade is. Uh, and then I actually do have some data on this card, though. Very uh, important data to share. So the most recent sale of a dual auto of these two from the Dynamic Dual set, $601 for a number of 10 for a raw like three, to, three days ago. Now, this exact card actually sold on a best offer for $37.50 back on July 30th. That is like the last day of the National or second to last day of the National. This is up for sale within two weeks of selling last. And they spent a lot of money to get it graded and get it back in hand that quick. Uh, Nate, it already was graded. Wait, I thought you said it was raw. Sorry, the raw one was the number of 10 that sold on August 8th. If you go back to July 30th, this exact one of one sold for 37.50 as a PSA 10 with a 9 auto. So this was a very very quick. Let me snag this and try to auction and start a bidding war and see if it will work out. Risky play, no doubt about it. We'll have to watch and see if this works out though. I mean, it's very intriguing. It is. It's a sweet card. Absolutely. All right, so if you do want to follow along with us this upcoming Sunday night on the FlipQuest number 30, be sure to enter our Slapsacks live YouTube show at 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time right here where you are watching 5 of 5. We'd love to have you as we buy and sell different cards and give some away. Other than that, this was the FlipQuest 5 of 5, and we'll see you all on the next episode.